And now it's time for our reading out of the New Testament. And it will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 23 through 46. Let's take a brief overview and commentary of what's going on here. The Pharisees demanded to know where Jesus got his authority. If Jesus said his authority came from God, they would accuse him of blasphemy. If he said that he was acting on his own authority, well, the crowds would be convinced that the Pharisees had the greater authority. But Jesus answered them with a seemingly unrelated question that exposed their real motives. See, they really didn't want an answer to their question. They only wanted to trap him. Jesus showed that the Pharisees wanted the truth only if it supported their own views and causes. Well, the main elements in the parable that Jesus speaks of here in Scripture today, number one, the landowner, God. Uh, Number two, the vineyard, which is Israel. Number three, the tenant farmers, the uh, Jewish religious leaders. Number four, as the landowner's servants, they're the prophets and priests who remained faithful to God and preached to Israel. And number five, the son, of course, that was sent by the landowner, God, was Jesus. And number six, the other tenants, the Gentiles, Jesus was exposing the religious leaders uh, in their murderous plot. In trying to uh, reach us with his love, God finally sent his own son, Jesus' perfect life, his words of truth, and his sacrifice of love are meant to cause us to listen to him and to follow him as Lord. Now, if we ignore God's gracious gift of a son, well, we reject God himself. And now let's read today here in the New Testament. February 1st, the New Testament. Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 46. When Jesus returned to the temple and began teaching, the leading priests and elders came up to him. They demanded, By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? I'll tell you by what authority I do these things, If you answer one question, Jesus replied, Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven, or was it merely human? They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask us why we didn't believe John. But if we say it was merely human, we'll be mobbed because the people believe John was a prophet. So they finally replied, We don't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think about this? A man with two sons told the older boy, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son answered, No, I won't go. But later he changed his mind and went anyway. Then the father told the other son, You go. And he said, Yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed his father? They replied, The first. Then Jesus explained his meaning. I tell you the truth, corrupt tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you do. For John the Baptist came and showed you the right way to live. But you didn't believe him, while tax collectors and prostitutes did. And even when you saw this happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. Now listen to another story. A certain landowner planted a vineyard, built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, and built a lookout tower. Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers and moved to another country. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. 
So the landowner sent a larger group of his servants to collect for him, but the results were the same. Finally the owner sent his son, thinking, Surely they will respect my son. But when the tenant farmers saw his son coming, they said to one another, Here comes the heir to this estate. Come on, let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him, dragged him out of the vineyard, and murdered him. When the owner of the vineyard returns, Jesus asked, What do you think he will do to those farmers? The religious leaders replied, He will put the wicked men to a horrible death and lease the vineyard to others who will give him his share of the crop after each harvest. Then Jesus asked them, Didn't you ever read this in the Scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation that will produce the proper fruit. Anyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone it falls on. When the leading priests and Pharisees heard this parable, they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers. They wanted to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowds who considered Jesus to be a prophet. Psalm 26, verses 1 through 12. Now, in asking God to declare him innocent here in this psalm we're about to read, David was not claiming to be sinless. That's impossible for any human being to achieve. We also can ask God to examine us, trusting Him to forgive our sins and clear our record according to His mercy. Should we stay away from unbelievers? No. Although Christians should avoid some places, Jesus demonstrated that we must go among unbelievers to help them. There is a difference, however, between being with unbelievers and being one of them. Acting like unbelievers harms our witness for God. Ask yourself about the people you enjoy. If you're with them often, will you become less obedient to God in outlook or action? If the answer is yes, carefully monitor how you spend your time with these people and their effect on you. Psalm 26, verses 1 through 12, a Psalm of David. Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart, for I am always aware of your unfailing love, and I have lived according to your truth. I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. I hate the gatherings of those who do evil, and I refuse to join in with the wicked. Wash my hands to declare my innocence. I come to your altar, O Lord, singing a song of thanksgiving and telling of all your wonders. I love your sanctuary, Lord, the place where your glorious presence dwells. Don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Don't condemn me along with murderers. Their hands are dirty with evil schemes and they constantly take bribes. But I am not like that. I live with integrity. So redeem me and show me mercy. Now I stand on solid ground, and I will publicly praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. There are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things He detests. Haughty eyes a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, 
a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, a person who sows discord in a family.'" 